Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. It is time for the December 2021 K-pop roundup. Cue the intro music. It's the K-pop roundup. So this is going to be our last episode before a hiatus. We've said this, I think, in every episode, but just to remind you, I'm getting married. (laughs) Marriage, matrimony, etc. We need a break. (laughs) Yeah. So December is notorious for K-pop because there's always a bunch of Christmas music that comes out. Sometimes it's okay, and sometimes it is absolutely terrible. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard like a really like poppin' Christmas song. I know Stray Kids released one this year, but honestly, guys, it was not popping. Okay? Yeah. It was not jopping. It was not anything. It was not. In my personal opinion. This countdown, I don't think we have any Christmas music on it. No. We don't. But unlike last year, we actually have 10 songs, so a little joy for that. Little hooray. Last year was so bleak. (laughs) We were just like, where is the music? Yeah, I mean, COVID had a lot to do with that too, but yeah. (laughs) Okay, so let's kick off this roundup with our number 10 song. It is by Minzy. She released Fantabulous. I gave it an 8. I also gave it an 8. This is another Latin-inspired song from Minzy. It looked like it was shot in an old-timey movie theater set. I was like, okay, sure. We're taking it from the club to the movies. Why not? The styling for this is definitely taking inspiration from the 60s, specifically Breakfast at Tiffany's with, like, the black dress, the sunglasses, pearls, bows. Did you get that? Yeah, I got that. So 50%, you know, Breakfast at Tiffany's, 50% she's on the color guard team. Yeah. Like, what was going on with that? Okay, what was going on? There were definitely some fashion misses. At one point, she's wearing black gloves. I'm like, are you going to do dishes? Like, when you need to wrap at 1, but wash dishes at 1.30. Like, <laughs> she's wearing them in the wrap breakdown. Oh my gosh. Also, one of her dancers also has black rubber gloves, and I was like, is this the same pair? Could be. (laughs) Question mark? Possibly. It just looked so weird. This color guard dance outfit, there's like a black version and a white version. I was not into it. I thought it looked weird. My notes say that she is wearing units (laughs) in this music video. There's definitely some wig action going on. Mm I honestly, at first thought she was saying baila in Spanish, which means dance, but she's actually just saying different words in Korean. Um, I had to confirm that with uh, a lyrics website, but I actually did like her style in this video, but to me, it's still like, it's like fitted dancewear, kind of. Color guard. Yeah. Dance team. (laughs) Like dance team. So, I mean, she could definitely dance in it, which I think is important. The dancing in this video was not, like, as complex and, like, intricate as I normally expect from Minzy, but it's definitely reminiscent of, like, a TikTok dance, so I feel like maybe that's what she was going for, and, like, maybe get some virality out of the dance. It's not, like, an easy dance, but it's also not that complicated, so, like, 
people could learn it. I love the black women she's dancing with. You don't see black folks in K-pop music videos that often, but it's becoming less rare now, which I think is cool. The sets didn't do anything for me, but the song is definitely an earworm that makes you want to dance. So I would maybe skip the music video, but the song itself is great. Maybe just look at the music video to see these ugly (laughs) dance outfits that Rachel and I, I guess, have a difference of opinion on. Well, they just, they remind me of like a dance recital type of thing. Like that's something I'd wear like on stage at a dance recital. So maybe I just have horrible flashbacks to dance (laughs) class. I wouldn't say that it's, like, it's a fashionable style, but I understand why she was wearing it, I guess. <laughs> Our number nine song is by NCTU. They released Universe, parentheses, Let's Play Ball. And boy, do they say that a fuck ton. <laughs> I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. <laughs> So it starts out with the boys and they're playing street baseball. They play for like two seconds and then mean mug at each other and then immediately dance it out. Dance battle. Yeah. I really like the chorus of this song. I thought the verses were kind of just okay. Yeah. Their voices really shine in this chorus. The styling for this is just all over the place. Trend alert, possibly. (laughs) Having messy style. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) So, like, they have their street-style outfits, which is when they're playing baseball. And then they have these leather-studded schoolboy uniforms, which I was not digging. Yeah. I kind of wish they all had, like, schoolboy shorts, because the one rocking the knee-high socks and the leather shorts, he was serving. Everyone else was not. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone should have dressed like him. (laughs) (laughs) The dancing is really energetic. I wrote, as expected, Yeah, it's NCT, but because it's so, like, in your face and energetic, you know, my lizard brain is like, yes, dance, pretty boys, dance. dance. Yeah. You know, this is a box set, but it's still fun because they are popping off with the energy in this. Camera angles, camera angles. I mean, NCT just knows how to hit it each time. They did a really great job meshing, like, the rapping and the harder parts of the song with, like, the softer, like, more heavily vocal-centered moments, which is hard to do because a lot of people don't do it right. So, like, congrats on that. I thought there was, like, a lot of Mark in this video, which I'm not mad at, but (laughs) I swear I saw one of the members in front for, like, three seconds of the song only. (laughs) Okay. Can I tell you my conspiracy theory for this? Go ahead. So there is a subreddit called k-poop circle jerk where it's basically like people being snarky about k-pop and making memes and stuff and they call mark work on it and for some reason people really like to meme on mark and i'm like someone at sm has to be on the subreddit because of the recent promotions that they did for like their year end thing they were using like really meme titles for their short videos and someone's like they're on to us sis they are watching us <laughs> taking our memes taking our jokes they've infiltrated so they have a spy on the subreddit and they're like okay the people like mark let's give them mark so that is my conspiracy uh, theory for why he was so heavily featured in this 
It could be. I mean, I feel like NCT likes to feature their rappers a lot, and I don't know if that's because they're just more popular than the other members or if that's like their thing. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, I wish that everyone had similar screen time, honestly, because I feel like I've seen Mark so many times because he's also in Super M. I thought the styling was crazy, like way too many elements as usual. I would be sweating my fucking ass off mm-hmm. dancing all day in that many layers. So I hope it was cold wherever they were. <laughs> to me, the sets were meh. The chain link fence was a nice touch because they're playing baseball, I guess. The song is pretty good and I'd listen to it again, but it's not like fucking amazing. Hence why we gave it an eight. <laughs> okay, our number eight song is by ONF. They released Goosebumps. I gave it a nine. <laughs> I gave it a seven. <laughs> Okay, we obviously had very differing opinions on this. I may have been more than generous. You know what? I'm going to stand by this rating. You stand by your rating, Emily. It's all good. (laughs) This has a cyberpunk concept, so already I was like point higher than I would normally give it. (laughs) My notes say that I cannot get over this blonde twink (laughs) on a hoverboard (laughs) flying through the sky like he's in Eureka 7. (coughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. <gasps> That's what it looks like, girl. <laughs> oh my god. Also, if if we kept the cough in, I don't have COVID. <laughs> I have a nasty sinus infection that I'm still trying to fight off. So if I sound weird, that's why. <laughs> Everyone should go get tested for COVID regardless. Yes, if you have any symptoms, please take rapid tests on different days of your sickness, different amounts of symptoms, etc. So you get an accurate result. Mine were both negative. Cheers. This whole music video was filmed on a green screen, and I liked how it was edited. It was very flashy. It's like I'm in a computer game with the idea of the future from the 90s. Like, someone in the 90s, they're like, this is what the future is. That's what the aesthetic was to me. Yeah. 100%. The chorus of this is weird. I'm not gonna lie. It is a weird chorus. It's very unique. But I like it. I haven't heard something like this before, so my lizard brain was like, yes. (laughs) The styling for this, of course, is all over the place. Trend alert. (laughs) Yeah. I want to hate the urban cowboy look with the chains, but I can't. It's so good. You can't. It's so cunty. It is so cunty. I could not get over that. (laughs) Ugh. Ugh. This music video just speaks to my lizard brain because, like, on paper, if I wrote out all the elements of this video and song, I'd be like, ew. But, like, it all together (laughs) really worked for me. So I stand by my nine. (laughs) Just the dangling strap outfits in the chorus. (laughs) Unforgivable. I hated them. But the cunty cowboy hats. Big yes. (laughs) I liked the cyberspace theme, but... Like Emily said, the styling is a bit all over the place. I also just didn't understand, like, the graffitied buildings or the relation to Goosebumps. 
it just to me it wasn't like scary but i guess they were just like talking about love goosebumps but i think that was a missed opportunity i wish they would have gone full spook in this uh with a title like goosebumps but the song itself is fine i really liked the music backing the most with like the very heavy drums it's almost rocker vibe so i thought it was decent i just wasn't in love with it i wish they would have done more of a spooky theme with the song title of goosebumps it's like if a raver went to a heavy metal concert and got up on stage and yeah. like tried to appeal to metal fans. Our number seven song is by Trudy. She released Love Yourself featuring Kim Boa. I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. <laughs> She sounds a lot like Jessie, and the YouTube comments of this video are not letting her forget that. I was like, <laughs> people are being mean. Yeah. Kim Boa sounded so good in this song. I was like, girl, why have you not blown up? She has a really unique look, and I thought her voice was like really beautiful. Yeah, I thought so too. And just so everybody knows, we're not talking about Boa yeah the artist we're talking about a lady named kim boa they're just two girlies having a mukbang sleepover and partying in an elevator that's the plot (laughs) (laughs) yeah the styling is very chaotic with clashing patterns and textures and everything is super colorful but it all is working together. You can definitely tell it's purposeful. It's not just like thrown on. Yeah. I dig Kimboa's polka dot leisure suit. I thought that was so good. I thought it was so fashionable. Yeah, it's definitely like the styling was evoking a lot of 90s trends, like 90s and early aughts like together, just going very over the top with like patterns, prints, like neons, that sort of thing. But yeah. I really liked the food porn in this video. (laughs) They were eating hamburgers and french fries and like fried chicken and it was delicious looking. I always really like like that hyper feminine style, especially for I believe the like lead singer Trudy or lead rapper I should say was really leaning into that in the beginning and I was like, yes, but it, but it is something that Jessie would do and because she sounds like Jessie also and was using like similar hairstyles and things, it, it seemed like she was emulating Jessie quite intensely, unfortunately. I wish she would create her own style, but I know that that's very popular. Basically, it's like little Cardi B's <laughs> kind of, so. My boyfriend kept saying that Kimboa looks stoned. <laughs> In this she video. just has downturned eyes. She does, but I also think it was an unfortunate result of her eye makeup, too, being, like, yeah. red around the eyes, too. But that being said, like you, she has, like, a very unique face and a very unique look. Her voice sounds really good, so, yeah, I don't understand why I haven't heard from her yet, but she sounded great. I just love that this song is, like, a fun girlies partying song. <laughs> And I love that this collab wasn't just like, you know, she has like a singing feature and that's it. Throughout the whole music video, they're collabing. They're interacting with each other. They seem like actual friends. (laughs) They probably are actual friends. So I think that the collab was done like real justice in this music video. 
Okay, moving right along. Our number six song is by T1419. There has to be a better way to say that. Is it like Belasa? <laughs> it could be. I'm sorry, you guys, I'm uncultured. I don't know what this is. <laughs> sorry. They released Red Light, Green Light. I gave it an eight. I also gave it an eight. This song only has a performance video, so my expectations were, one, not to expect much in terms of the styling, and two, they better be fucking stepping up their pussies in terms of dancing. Yeah. So, the styling for this is simple. It's orange, black, and white athleisure, which I thought was just fine. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. They look stylish enough, and they can definitely dance in what they were wearing. I thought that a couple of them were wearing waist bags across their torsos. I hate that trend. Just wear it on your goddamn waist. It's a waist bag. It's a fanny pack. Come on now. But I had to pause it and then computer enhance. (laughs) And they're just straps on their shirts. It's not a bag. I was like, okay, fine. Forgiven, I guess. The rapping was good throughout the song. And I liked the flute in the backing track. I thought that it made this song stand out a bit more than it would have. The choreography was good, but it wasn't, like, incredible. I got an impression of them as a group from this video, but not them as individuals, which is good. You know, you want to show your cohesiveness. You want to show the power of, like, the unit, but you need people to stand the individual members if you want any sort of longevity in the K-pop industry. So you got to balance both of them. I agree. Uh, My boyfriend immediately said Squid Game because they have red light, green light in Squid Game. And I don't know if this is like a direct play on that, but I wouldn't be surprised. And they're definitely playing a version of red light, green light in their choreo, which I thought was cute. The beginning of this (laughs) almost reads like a step dance routine. They're not clapping, but like the song sounds like it's like just very heavy bass and that sort of thing. I didn't hate it. I liked it. (laughs) Their outfits really were not terrible. I liked that it was like this cohesive color scheme of orange and black, but they all had different elements of their outfits, like with different straps and things. I especially liked the one guy who had like the open back (laughs) of his, I was like, yes. (laughs) The rap wasn't well incorporated into the song, but they did sound good overall. The random, like, slow part in the back half of the song was not good, and it just didn't fit with the build-up to the final chorus, so the song itself was a little disjointed, but overall I thought the flow and sound of the song was cool, and I would listen to it again. Our number five song is by Moonbuel. She released G999 featuring Mirani. I gave it a nine. I gave it an eight. This straight up sounds like an H.O.T. song. (laughs) Are we soothsayers? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) This has a very heavy 90s influence in the music video, in the styling, and the song. 
there's lots of posing and vibing with ya girl in an empty mall <laughs> slash splatter paint studio. How 90s. Yes. Very Princess Diaries. The styling definitely reminded me of TLC, the girl group. Baggy pants paired with a crop top and a large overshirt yeah. and like a backwards hat. So goddamn 90s. <laughs> the white on white is also super late 90s, early aughts. Just all white outfit. This song is super fun, but they don't do goddamn anything in this music video. They don't dance at all. They just vibe. It's just vibing. Yeah. <laughs> no choreography. Zero. No. I wonder if she didn't have enough time to learn choreography for this. I wonder if this was filmed very quickly. Definitely could be. It's not like they had very intricate sets or anything like that. So you might be on the money there. This is definitely like aggressively influenced by the 90s. <laughs> But I really like it. I thought the chorus sounds really great. And I loved uh, Moonbule's deeper voice so much in this song. She sounds really, really cool. This definitely brings back like <laughs> 90s nostalgia. But I love like the upbeat 90s music. Their outfits I thought weren't really the most fashionable, even with like this 90s style resurgence, in my opinion anyways. But I think they make up for it with like this really great friend chemistry. <laughs> because they're really just like goofing off with each other so it's cute okay coming in at number four is you problem by monster x i gave it a nine i gave it an eight but that's a you problem you know it's out my hands you gotta me to solve them because you've been making plans about us it's simple get lost in the romance and just dance oh let's just dance all right say that's a you Ladies, we got more sexy janitors. <laughs> that is definitely a trend, and I don't know why. <laughs> this time, they're sexy janitors at a bowling alley. Hey. This has a retro concept, so it's bowling in the 70s. I'm into it. My notes say, why does this man kiss the bowling pin he's polishing? Ew. <laughs> Unintentional innuendo, <laughs> lol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they realized that, mm. but I had a good laugh at that. <laughs> the styling for this is leisure suits, ugly, and their work outfits, cute. <laughs> it's like a button-down tucked into patterned pants, which, you know, is cute. The song is super fun, and it got stuck in my head immediately. The song is also really bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun and bitchy. Yeah. I just love it. It's, it's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> Their English is unclockable, impeccable, amazing. Honestly, I don't know another group releasing this many English-only songs. Like, they are the one. Yeah. So my notes say, again, with the janitor theme, <laughs> this song, I think, is going to be aggressively memed. I just feel it in my bones. Like, that's a you problem is so sassy and could definitely be memed. I really hate that they're dressed so ugly. <laughs> like, they're dressed so ugly, but they're hot, so it doesn't matter. And it's just really frustrating. I'm like, you can't just throw random shit on them. Like, please. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're hot no matter what. But like, yeah, the styling was not it for me. However, I did like the band set when they're like in a band with like all the streamers behind them. Um, and I liked the bowling alley set, but the rest of it, I was like, eh, take it or leave it. I also saw a lot of sparkly earrings in this music video, and I loved it. That's a trend I fully support. Yeah, just like cute sparkly earrings on guys. Like, why not? Hell yeah. Let's do it. 
Our number three song is a debut from Ivy. They released 11. I gave it a nine. I gave it an eight. This starts out with a belly dancing rhythm, and I am here for it. I was like, hell yeah, are we going to get another shadow play-like song? But it transitions away into a pop chorus, but it still has that element, which I really like. These ladies are showcasing handography. Yes. <laughs> they have blue satin gloves and white pantsuits. It's a serve. I'm going to be real. It's a total fucking serve. <laughs> the voices and the harmonies are stunting in the chorus. And honestly, so are their Versace-inspired outfits. That's also pretty stunting. Mm -hmm. My notes say, what a great debut. The only thing I didn't like was the pre-chorus, because it completely yes. slows down the song. Yes. And then the chorus smacks you in the face. I didn't like that. That's the only part of the song that wasn't great. Yeah. Okay, so you ready for me to have the same comments as Emily? Here we go. So I thought the song was really good, but I didn't understand, like, Emily, the weird slowdown before the chorus. Did not like that. It's definitely, like, playing on, like, this Middle Eastern, Indian-esque music backing for the chorus, uh, which helps with, like, the earworminess of the song. It just makes you want to dance. Mm -hmm. The styling, I thought, wasn't weird, except for, like, the one blue velvet glove I didn't understand. I guess it's, like, a Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson thing. Yeah. But, like, can we can we let it... Can we let it rest? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like two velvet gloves would have been cool, too. But anyways, I think they all looked really good, like really solid debut. It has over 50 million views on YouTube. So support them. Okay. Our number two song is by Everglow. They released Pirate. I gave it a nine. I also gave it a nine. My first nine. Because <laughs> I'm a pirate. Yeah, yeah. A pirate. You know exactly what you're getting with an Everglow single. You know what it's going to be. And they fucking delivered. It wasn't DiGiorno. <laughs> Fashion space pirates that are also a motorcycle gang. That's it. Yep. <laughs> that is it. The styling is kind of all over the place. I want to forgive the styling because there's one look with a giant hat, a frilly dress, and gigantic fringe gloves. That was so cunt. <laughs> Everything else is kind of all over the place because they're fashion space pirates that are also a motorcycle gang. Honestly, there was just too many dangly things for most of their outfits. But this EDM song is a pop. Let's be real. Yeah, like, right away with the club beat. <laughs> so you know you're about to be in for a treat. It's great. The styling is like cunty pirate, I guess, which I liked. Um, and I guess motorcycles count as pirates. <laughs> They're pirates of the land and sea. I guess. <laughs> I feel like they were, like, trying to come at every aspect of pirate, like space pirate, sea pirate. They should have been hackers. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe they don't want to give people the idea. Maybe. <laughs> I really liked 
when they were wearing like kind of like belted harness outfits with like dangly chains or whatever. I thought that was really cool. As well as the fucking hunting bow that one of the girls is like serving with. (laughs) I thought that was really cool. I'm ready for the bad bitch pirate show that accompanies this obvious opening song. (laughs) Now it is time for the number one song in the December K-pop roundup. It is The Real by 80s. I gave it a 10. I also gave it a 10. I'm going to make a petition on change.org to keep K-pop companies from giving their idols mullets. It's gone too far. (laughs) No one looks good. It's not a good look. I liked that mullet. I did not like Key's mullet back in the day, but this mullet, I might have to die on this hill. I like the mullet. No. No, we we fundamentally disagree on this. (sighs) This music video is set in AT's high school, which looks like a subway car in New York in 1982 in that it is covered in graffiti and trash. And people are mean mugging in the hallway. Delicious. <laughs> but everyone is in a, like a clean school uniform. There's like a calligraphy room where these boys are serving looks and like walking on a catwalk. Work, bitch. Yeah. All the altercations at AT's high school are solved with a dance battle. Love it. There was one boy, and he was on the roof, and he was feeding a giant flock of pigeons with bread. (laughs) But, like, the bread is in his mouth, and I'm like, does does he Mm. give it to them Mm. with his mouth? That's how you get avian to human disease transmission, (laughs) my friends. I just found that hilarious. (laughs) This man was serving cunt in his costume pearls and ear cuffs, and he was also serving bread, okay? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) There is a showdown at a construction site, and this showdown causes a rift in the universe. And then it's over, and then they party. Confetti is falling, school is out, party. The song is really bombastic and in-your-face. It is the perfect K-pop hype song. It's pretty dudes rock of them, honestly. This whole video was pretty dudes rock. Yeah, 100%. I loved, like, the blaring horns, question mark, that are in your face immediately in the song. It's whatever instrument makes it me sound. It sounded like a bagpipe, but I know it's not a bagpipe. It's an instrument I don't know about, but anyways, it's a very loud noise, and I like it. It's like a call to dance. (laughs) The styling is like your variety pack of bad boys. There's like the motorcycle gang, the young Yakuza, the traditional queens in the calligraphy room, and then just like jocks. Um, (laughs) I thought the scene where one of the guys like punches the other guy in his quote unquote rock hard abs and it just turns out to be textbook. thought that was hilarious. The punching, when they all like punch their fists together, like the four of them, it's very Captain Planet. Very oh, Captain yeah. Captain K-pop, if you will. And then they seem to then spawn the Death Note notebook <laughs> between the four of them. So obviously I was missing some sort of plot element there, but that's what I got from it. I thought it was just like very messy sets overall, but I guess that's an all boys school for you. This song just goes really hard. It's impossible not to like, and I'd probably drive too fast listening to it. <laughs> 
Now it's time for our honorable mentions. These are songs that we disagreed on and just didn't make the cut. So my honorable mention is Kiera's Pick Me Up. I gave it an 8. I gave it a 7. This is a chill song with a catchy chorus. Descriptive. <laughs> yeah, that's my note. <laughs> my honorable mention is Lim G's Call Up. I gave it an 8. I gave it a 7. This is a really heavily 90s influenced song, but I thought her voice was really beautiful and the chorus sounds great. It only has 3,000 views on YouTube and she's kind of hot, so like watch the video. <laughs> Support her. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up this episode with our weekly K-pop recommendations. I'm going to recommend Marry You by Shiny because I'm getting married. Aw, that's cute. I'm going to recommend Ivy's Eleven because they're a debuting group. And even though they have 50 million views on YouTube, they can use all the support they can get. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to the December K-pop roundup. You can find Soulmates on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. In our Instagram, we have a link to our link tree, which links out to our YouTube and Spotify accounts where you can find playlists of the songs we reviewed in this podcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check out all of our videos on YouTube under our channel name, Soulmates Podcast. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you're listening right now, make sure you follow, you subscribe, you like, you do whatever, because we are there for you every other Friday, except now we're going on a brief hiatus, so just keep that in mind for the future. We will see you in February. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. Bye.